0: Hello everyone, welcome to yet another exciting series with the CCN Accounting Association. My name is Palumi and with me I have Tyler.
1: What's going on guys?
0: Johnny is out today. Um, he's one of the members of the media team, but he sends his regards. Today we're joined by a special guest, Yust Hendrix, an FSO assurance partner who has been with EY for over 30 years. He started out his career in Amsterdam, where he led the asset management assurance practice before moving out to LA in 2011 to further develop a practice in California. Today, he'll be giving us insights about his career and also answering questions on how to adequately prepare for interviews. Hello Joost, how are you doing today?
2: Thank you very much for having me. I'm very honored to be here and looking forward to having a good conversation with you guys.
0: Thank you so much for choosing to be with us here today. Um, today we know that you've had the opportunity to interview and sit with several students. And from your experience, we would like to know what mistakes you would say people make during interviews.
2: Well, today I didn't have anyone who made a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very good. I mean, I had, we had great uh, candidates uh, overall. So I'm not really too much focus on people making mistakes. I mean, I want people to really come across, you know, genuine, right? And that they explain who they are and what their personalities are. Um, I mean, obviously not well-prepared uh, is of course a big mistake, right? If you are, if I ask a question about, you know, why do you want to be an auditor? Uh, and that's, and you know, you're not able to explain it well, then of course that's uh, that would be a problem. Uh, but I have not encountered that uh, very recently. Um, I think just, you know, have an understanding of when you talk to a firm, uh, you know, what is the firm about? Uh, and you mentioned uh, I'm part of the financial services office, which is kind of a second business unit within EY. Now, obviously, if you interview for that particular business unit, be, be aware what that unit stands for, what it does, right, or what's included, uh, so that you show that you have done your homework.
0: Definitely. That's a very good answer to the question. Also, I know a very important question to ask um, students is always the tell-me-about-yourself question. So what would you say is a good way to answer that question?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, it doesn't need to be per, per se about uh, the, uh, your education or the school or the classes that you like. It can also be, you know, who you are as a person, what your hobbies are. I normally ask that question fairly early in the conversation. And so people can talk to about anything they want to talk about. Um, I think that sometimes it's spontaneous, you know, we had conversations earlier today with about soccer <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so, you know, have a conversation about that and, you know, why that person likes soccer is just great. I like soccer too, so it's easy, uh, but it can be something else too. It can be about music or whatever, but, you know, what a hobby. So I think it is, you know, what tells more about you and that you also show that you're willing to share a little bit more than just, you know, what's in your, in the formal part of your resume.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another question that we have is uh, in regards to you know asking about your strengths or weaknesses. What is a typical response that you look for from a candidate
2: when it comes to their strength? Right. Well, I ask the question: uh, What is the value that you bring to? Would you? What, what would be the value that you bring to EY? Uh, mm-hmm. What if we would hire you? Uh, what would be kind of you know the differentiating factors that are you know, unique selling points or <laughs> that you bring to the table? So I think that's. And, and I like, you know, typically what I'm hearing in the sense of how people explain to me uh, what they are bringing. Um, is it about, you know, being passionate, being about focusing on people, or being about, um, you know, very having certain technical skills? Uh, that t- helps me to understand who they are. Yeah.
1: Okay, so it's like not so much um, necessarily like specifically like strengths and weaknesses. It's like, what do you bring to the table? Like, what can you
2: yeah yeah i mean i'm I'm pretty sure people when i ask that question then they focus on their strength right yeah absolutely (laughs) which is which is fine and and you know i may i mean i'm not trying to do an interview to find people's weaknesses really Uh, i mean that may come across but it's not really my purpose to find the weaknesses per se Um, i try to you know, understand what are the strengths and, you know, we all have, have our different strengths, right? So we can all, not all be perfect there. That's the, the good thing of having an enormous uh, diversity mm-hmm. uh, to get all those, you know, all those people together to make it a very strong team. Definitely.
1: Well, I appreciate that answer. That's definitely a good insight. i um, additionally, like on that note of strengths and weaknesses and, you know, like what you bring to the table, what do you think is the best way to prepare for behavioral questions just
2: yeah. in general? I think you know, you kind of can understand what kind of or expect uh, the questions um, on that. I mean, that talk, typically talks about how are you in a team, right, and what have you experienced in the team when the team is not doing so well. So I would just say, uh, come up with a real-life example. Uh, of mm-hmm. How you handled that, so how you yeah. uh, behaved in that particular mm-hmm. situation. Um, I don't. I mean, there's no reason to make something up. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely. just, just. I mean, I, you guys are working in. Uh, you know, a lot of you guys work right, next to school, so mm-hmm. you have experiences there that you can also use. It certainly doesn't need to be classroom uh, or class uh, assignments or right. school assignments. Um, and how you kind of, you know, yeah, depending on, of course, on the question, how you behaved in that in that particular circumstance. And uh, just be honest. Yeah. I think that's the overall thing, you know, just don't try to be something, someone different than you yeah. really are. Right? Mm-hmm. Just really be yourself.
1: Be able to like pull stories from like your work experience or. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that can be school. It can be, you know, if you have a job and you work working a, in, a, in, a, in a retail store and you have, you, know, you have a team there too and how you motivate each other or where, you know, someone was really falling behind and you were trying to help that person, you know, that are great stories, yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Thank you so much, Jos, for the questions that you've answered so far. Now leaning more towards the end of the interview. I know that um, interviewers ask questions to students that are interviewing. So for the interviewees as a person, like what would you expect um, them to prepare for? What kind of questions would you mm. expect them to have to ask you as well?
2: It would be smart to have a, a kind of a personal type of question. Okay, how did you do this yeah? as, a, as, a, as a professional? Uh, uh, how did you, uh, you know, what was there some, some struggles that you had during your career and how you dealt with those struggles? Yeah, I think that are... You know, then you really get, you know, someone asked me what was your most difficult day uh, at DY. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I had to think a little, <laughs> not too long, but, you know, I was able to give an answer that probably, well, not everyone, uh, of course, had the story. Got, did, get, did get that same message because that person, didn't, yeah, she was the one who asked that question. The other person, didn't. other people didn't. Again, it's not that it's wrong that the others didn't ask, but it's, uh, it's just, you know, it's trying to... Get a feel for uh, you know who the person is. Uh, I think you know one thing. What you want to accomplish as part of the interview, of course, you know uh, we are in. I'm interviewing you guys, right? But at yeah. the same time, you are interviewing me as well, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that's how I see it. I mean, I want you to get a feel for who I am, not per se me, per se. But uh, what well, in this case Ernst Young? Uh, what 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 is that firm about? What is the culture? What are the people that you're going mm-hmm. to meet there and work with? I think that's what you're trying to try to achieve in that interview.
0: So definitely, you see, like a more relatable question is best for you to ask.
1: Yeah, it. yeah.
2: I I think I always say, you know, it's about the culture not about the people that you meet, yeah, work with, and so focus on those uh, because that's going to be super important. I mean, because you know, it's it's not about so much the industry that you're in, or um, of course it's about you know, again, you are talking about. The old profession, right? So right, it's already, yeah. we're already limiting ourselves. But then, you know, it's not so much about the industry or or you know anything else. It's really about people. That's how I approached it in my career, uh, working with the right people, getting the, the right coaches and mentors. Uh, and that's kind of how I. What I think you need to figure out out of that interview also is appreciated by the interviewer, of course, that mm-hmm. you ask that kind of question. Yeah.
1: Definitely. I mean, I know culture is something that we hear, you know, throughout all different firms. You know, like you want to go to a firm that has a good culture that yeah. you fit in with. So, like, what are some qualities that you would say that maybe you should be looking for?
2: Well, I think again, it needs to be very. It will be honest. To describe our uh, culture. I think it's very honest. It's yeah. also, uh, I think very diverse and also at the same time very inclusive. I uh, think mm-hmm. those are. I mean, of course, they're kind of standard words everyone uses, right? And so you see it all the time. But I think, you know, you you need to find out what is true, right? Or what (laughs) is real and what is just uh, talk. eh? And I think, you know, uh, trying to figure out, uh, you know, what exactly are the actions behind that talk Uh, that you want to understand. Uh, So, you know, you can ask me a question about, okay, how, you know, how are you promoting diversity? Uh, or how are you being inclusive in your practice Uh, and ask me then how i you know look at my answer or listen to my answer uh, and how i describe it and if that makes sense you know in the sense of the way you look at (laughs) things now you look at the culture definitely that are questions you can easily ask yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely thank you so much for answering questions Mm -hmm. about interviews now we're going to be asking you about your career in general um for public account accounting what would you say has helped you evolve over the years?
2: Well, so first of all, I knew already I was going to be an accountant when I was 15, 16 years old. Right? So, <laughs> so I was very determined. I'm yeah. uh, not sure sort if of everyone is so determined, mm-hmm. but I've always felt that way I want to be an accountant. At that time, I, I didn't know I was going to be an accountant in Los Angeles, by the way, right, yeah. <laughs> or an accountant in the, the, or the kind of work I've done in over the past years. Um, but I was quite determined and that, you know, that helps of course, when you're determined and you have no, that's what you want to be. Yeah. Um, you know, my career has always been uh, having opportunities within the firm and seeking out those opportunities. So, and some people ask me today, okay, uh, you know, you were at the firm 30 years, so, you know, how, you know, did, did you get your challenges of, or how were you, keep you know, been, were you so motivated yeah? or kept you motivated throughout the years, but I think, a firm like EY has that, op- gives you that opportunity, gives you, you know, uh, if you are seeking it out, you will get it. Uh, um, obviously, you need to perform really well right? Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, but, and you need to be, you know, eager to learn. But that if those two things, they are there, there's a it's, yeah, kind of endless opportunities in a firm like us. I mean, I've done things. Well, I mean, I did the transition from the Netherlands to L.A. Right? Right, like yeah. I did that at the mm-hmm. point when I was already a partner for 11 years. Uh, but there were other things that I did in my career, which, you know, I, I asked for right? and I said, well, I can, I, I, can I do this? And, you know, and then they gave it to me. And, and, and that's something looking for those opportunities and challenges uh, and then, yeah, succeeding in it is uh, kind of how it works for me. Yeah.
1: In regards to like the opportunities and challenges that you talked about, like, are there any specifics uh, you could maybe give some examples on?
2: Um, of opportunity. So, I mean, one thing I did in the, so I started at EY, it's, uh, it's hard to say, 1988. Right? <laughs> so I always hate the all question, science, how long okay. are you with the firm? <laughs> and then I, that is but the worst question that you can ask me, because it makes me feel old, which I'm not, I don't really feel at all. But then yeah. I get that, enough to answer, then I, I kind of force myself, or I'm being forced <laughs> to think of it that way. So, but when I started in 1988, so I had the opportunity to work a lot. In, uh, in Central Europe. So Central okay, Europe is Hungary, cool. Czech Republic, Bulgaria, Romania, Poland, Slovakia. And That were countries that early 90s were just coming out of those communist regimes, right? They were all mm-hmm. socialist communist regimes. Uh, the, the Iron Curtain fell uh, in yeah. the 90s. And then uh, one of my clients, uh, more, more than one client, started to invest in those countries. So then I was uh, helping out the EY offices in those countries to audit in this case it were all life insurance companies so had uh, to uh, you know to train my teams how to audit a life well first of all how to audit <laughs> yeah. and, and then also to how to audit a live insurance company and you have to realize in those countries the audit profession didn't exist oh, wow. until you know the transition uh, from a, mm-hmm. you know to a more capitalist regime because there was yeah. really nothing to audit right yeah. not a lot of big businesses as it is now okay. uh, at that time it was all mostly government owned right? so and then life insurance didn't exist either because everyone got a state pension uh, before that, and so this new business came as a life because people thought, okay, now I need to have to start saving, so the life insurance business uh, started. But it was not a, uh, an industry that existed before. So imagine the early nineties uh, uh, to train people uh, how to audit a life insurance company, and that was really cool. I did it for I want to say about five or six years, visit all those countries and all those teams uh, a couple of times a year. And, I've, yeah, it was really interesting. I mean, this was a time when we didn't hardly had... We didn't have any email. Uh, email didn't even oh, exist. Wow. <laughs> so, communication with my teams, I had to go through fax or phone, of course. Uh, um, so, it was diff- also technology-wise completely different. And now we have mm-hmm. files. I can go access to any file anywhere I am, right? Mm-hmm. Then, at that time, I could not have access to the file unless I was there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So, that, you know, was I li- liked it. I was really enjoying it. But it was a, a challenge from time to time. But also... Mm-hmm have like to you know, to coach and train them. So so that was really part of the job too. Yeah.
1: And that sounds like really mm-hmm. cool, honestly, to be able to like travel and then just, you know, tackle something that is so new in that like area. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: And in this day and age, that technology is like really fast paced. What skill sets would you say like students should embrace for the mm-hmm. for yeah. their career? Yeah.
2: Technology has always been uh, a significant factor, right? I mm-hmm. think certainly now it it seems to be more prominent, mm-hmm. and it probably is more let's uh, uh, more effective. Yeah? But I mean, you have to realize when I started, uh, we I we did not have laptops. Right? Yeah. So, uh, so I had the first, you know, when when I started, we had, we had those. Macintosh, uh, these were larger yeah. boxes, right? Really that, ones, yeah, right? ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> that were the ones that I got, you know, were assigned. Maybe after a year working for you, I got this more well, portable, uh, but it was yeah. not, not so super portable computer. And so, and then, and otherwise, you know, all our documentation that we got from the client was basically printouts of computers or work papers that they had prepared. So, so. For instance, you know, for audit file, uh, you had to go to a cupboard, right? Or, you know, add the clients with all their documentation and to get it out. Uh, and so, obviously, that has changed quite a bit, right? Because now I have, you know, I have multiple files on, on my laptop. I can do it. I can have access when I'm sitting here. I could have access into uh, any audit file that I uh, am assigned to. Uh, and so, a lot of things have changed. Uh, everything is, you know, scanned and digital and, and, and is, uh, is available for me um so it's not something that is just i'm just trying to say it's not something that just happens in the last two years eh? yeah. it's already evolving over time uh, quite significantly um uh, back to your question about skills i mean certainly you need to be open for it eh? <laughs> i mean you say well that's that's too difficult for me i don't want to do this then obviously that's not a good attitude um so we clearly be open for it i mean as a firm we deliver a lot of trainings right so it's also that we uh, you know help you guys with, with the right training it's hard to really um, I would say to prepare yourself for it because that, that it goes so fast you know we have a tool you know it, now we're working with a tool it's called Altrix, uh, mm-hmm. uh I may have heard of it but, you know, two years ago, we didn't know about it uh, yeah. and now we are implementing it in a lot of our clients. And so it's hard to say, well, you go look into this tool or that tool yeah. uh, because things may suddenly be developed and being available fairly quickly. Uh, I think it's mostly the mindset uh, to yeah. be open for it and uh, yeah. and always trying to look for better ways of working. And because everything
1: is so fast paced, you just have to be open to change, yeah. open to learning. Yeah. I think that's the most important
2: yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be great if you know certain tools really well, but yeah. at the same time, you know, you get the chance also to get trained mm-hmm. at the, within the firm like us, yeah. yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Yos. Yeah. Um, our last question for you would be an important advice that you give to students. Um, that are like going into the workforce. What advice would you say? Yeah.
2: So I mean, uh, what what of course is the situation when you join? You are the youngest, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so and also, so also you feel you're the mo- the, 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 the less experienced mm-hmm. person, eh? mm-hmm. and that may also feel be feel may feel a little intimidating, right? So well, definitely, you know, I'm new and and I you know they're going to judge me on, on my performance, eh? which of course will happen because that's part of yeah, your your performance are going. To, is going to be evaluated, yeah, but it can be intimidating where you get to a point. Oh, I'm, if I'm asked the question, or if I ask questions, or ask too many questions, they may look that I'm not fully understanding it. So, let me not ask the question, right? So, right, yeah, you go, so what I'm saying, so that de- never be shy to ask, yeah? uh, it's always. You know, ask first time, second time, third time. So, oh, it should not be a problem. Certainly not in the beginning. I mean, if you're going to ask a basic question in year three, uh, maybe then there's an issue. Uh, but not in, when you're in your first years, uh, first year, uh, then you can ask those questions, those uh, you know basic questions. Are uh, you can ask them all the time. Uh, so I think it's it's really about uh, not uh, don't hesitate to ask. I think the other one is to really be. Well, first of all, you need to be passionate about what you do, uh, because I mean that, But that's kind of yeah, inher- inherent, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but also eager to learn uh, and, um, uh, and, and to really go, go OK, well, now I'm, I've mastered this, give me something else I, I can master. Uh, so be, be open for that. And, and I think, you know, communication or proactive communication is very important uh, because it's not always that we are going to give it to you, uh, where, you know, you need to be all asking for it. I mean, also, Make the incentive. Yeah, make, yeah exactly. Uh, um, and to say, hey, you know what, I can do this too. Or sometimes, you know, we have schedules, and sometimes, you know, one client is already done, the other client is not yet started. Uh, raise your hand, say, well, I have some time in between. Is there anything I can do? You know, happy to do so. So being proactive in your communication is really important as well. Hmm. Hey.
0: Thank you so, so much for honoring our invitation. We're so glad you're here. Um, To everyone that's tuning in, we hope that you definitely take advantage of all this information. We encourage you to take everything that Yusta said. As we mentioned, he's a partner, so this information is vital um, for you preparing for interviews. Now we're gonna say bye. We thank you so much for tuning in and join us again for our next podcast. See you.
1: See you guys later, best of luck on the interviews.
2: Well, thank you very much for uh, the opportunity. I really enjoyed it and uh, feel free to call me back another time. (laughs) Sounds
1: good, thank you so much once again.